Welcome to Off the Clock Conversations with Lily and Lauren. I'm Lily. And I'm Lauren. We are two therapists here to share some hopefully helpful insights into therapy, life, and everything in between. On today's episode, we'll be talking about acceptance, what it is, and what it isn't. We've been told, for legal purposes, we need to remind all viewers and listeners that these are only conversations that are happening off the clock and for knowledge and entertainment purposes only. If you're in need of therapy and psychological services, we, or someone we'd know, would be happy to meet with you on the clock. Dr. Lori Bocchicchio, PhD scientist, what is acceptance? Oh, yes. Well, acceptance, are we talking like true acceptance or acknowledging that something's happening? Ooh, those are two forms of acceptance. You know, let's start with, let's start with acknowledging something's happening because right now, nowadays, there's a lot of things happening that's difficult to acknowledge. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So there's that basic, I know this is happening. I'm aware Mm -hmm. that something's happening. I'm aware of this thing. Mm -hmm. And so I acknowledge that the garbage gets taken out. I acknowledge that the garbage needs to get taken out. Mm -hmm. But this is the thing, because in that moment, how can you accept acknowledging? Because there's acceptance and then radical acceptance. Exactly. And I think acknowledging is a form of acceptance, but we're not going like, that's not radical acceptance. Absolutely not. And so when we're feeling like something is unfair, Mm -hmm. which is, it's not necessarily a feeling, it's a thought, but usually people describe it as like, I feel it's unfair because they're thinking it's unfair. It's unjust. Yeah. And I'm not willing to acknowledge this is happening. So I'd rather constantly keep going into like fighting it Mm -hmm. instead of first even acknowledging the emotional discomfort it brings to me. Absolutely. Do you remember when our team meeting at Clearview got moved to 845 a.m.? Preparing for, oh my God, that's like a moment that's flashback. (laughs) Yeah, flashing back. So, to bring all of our listeners in, when we were working a job together, we had this nine o'clock team meeting, but it ended up that we would all be late for our 11 a.m. session because it was a two hour meeting. So, the like administration said, let's move your meeting to 8 45 a.m. And as people who started work at 9 a.m. but didn't like making it there at 9 a.m., there was like this collective rage. (laughs) So much unhappiness. Horrible. It was like literally, just so you guys know what the energy felt like in the room, literally our poor clinical director came into the room and was like, okay, like we've been talking about this problem. We've been putting it on the board every week. And today, like, I think we came up with the solution that in in two weeks, we're going to start our treatment team at 8.45. And literally, every single person in the room was just like, 
fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, in our minds, we all literally had the reaction to fuck this. Like, no, no, we're not. Like, end it 15 minutes early. We're not accepting yes. this reality that, yes, we, this has been a problem. Mm-hmm. We've been complaining about the fact that we're showing up to our 11 o'clock sessions late every week. We've mm-hmm. been bringing up this complaint, but this isn't the solution we want. Yeah, nobody wanted that one. No, that's not the solution we wanted to accept. And so after it was decided, I think we all tried this whole acknowledge acceptance thing. Mm-hmm. We were like, it's happening, but like experienced so much dread, didn't want to do it. And I would say that I can say for myself, I had also decided I would not show up at 845 Mm -hmm. to make us to take my stand really of all the things in this world to stand for that 15 minutes was mine. I had such a good excuse in my mind. What was yours? My excuse was I can't walk Hazel 15 minutes earlier. Like, Hazel is used to her 8.30 walk. And you're telling me that I have to wake up 15 minutes earlier to walk my dog. Hazel is my dog, by the way. Walk my dog 15 minutes earlier. But then she's not going to run into the friends that she has at 8.30. Mm-hmm. And the whole and that was my excuse in my mind where I was like, this is unfair. Because now you're ruining my dog's life. Exactly. And what I love about this is that you're, you're acknowledging, oh, the time has changed. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> and that's the kind of energy non-acceptance is here for. So yeah, you're acknowledging it. You're like, yeah, there was a change. It doesn't actually apply to me. So I'm not really accepting it for myself. I had a similar, but yet slightly more dysregulated response where I was like, I'm going to show everybody that I don't care by showing up late with a coffee. <laughs> like a fuck you response yeah (laughs) yeah and I and I did do that and walked in like you know like five to seven minutes late which is enough time to obviously get this coffee of course to make a point Mm -hmm. and I walked in and the team asked did a chain analysis they no a missing links analysis they wanted to know why I was late and I said because I got this coffee Mm -hmm. like a really mature Yes. Person. Now, just so everyone understands, because I know a lot of our listeners might actually not be in the therapy world. So there are treatment teams and clinical teams that Mm -hmm. therapists tend to have because we just want to have a better practice. And when you practice dialectical behavioral therapy, which is a specific form of therapy, that treatment team has like rules and guidelines of showing up on time. And if you don't show up on time, you have to complete this thing called the chain analysis or a solution analysis, which is something that we do to help people understand the patterns of their mm-hmm. unhealthy and ineffective behaviors, which then we talk about solutions and skills they can use for those unhealthy behaviors. It's a beautiful, actually, form of like change and, mm-hmm. and helping people understand why they do certain things. So Lauren, and it's also seen as a consequence. Just so you know, like every single time, no one really wants to sit there and do a chain in front of all of their coworkers, in front of all the, and, and talk about like why they were late, which you're already like rushing and embarrassed and all these other things. And so Lauren has chosen <laughs> to purposely accept the consequence of her actions 
But now I accept that mm-hmm. she has to be there 50 minutes early. Just wanted to point that out. So carry on. Yeah, carry on. <laughs> such a such an effective way to go about this non-acceptance. It's called more consequences for yourself. Yeah, it was called making a point. And <laughs> how did it work out? It didn't work out that well <laughs> because midway through someone asking me what got in the way of being on time and me saying I didn't want to be on time. Uh, another coworker said, Sadahi, if you're out there, thank you. <laughs> hey, Lauren, do you want to take a step out? Mm-hmm. Maybe access wise mind. <laughs> and I had the thought, oh my God, I'm about to accept. I'm not going to have a job. <laughs> so I had definitely come around. And so it did take me a little bit. I walked back in very sheepishly was like, I was in non-acceptance of this change. Uh-huh. But that's the key, right? So acceptance in one form is acknowledging that a change has occurred, but we're fighting it the whole time. Yeah. And so what's this radical acceptance you speak of? So radical acceptance. Ooh, radical acceptance is the idea because so kind of Carrie, I'm going to piggyback on your acceptance and say there's an aspect of acceptance that we just first, we don't want to accept. We want to prove a point. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of like whether some some therapists call it ego, some therapists call it willfulness, some like different modes of psychology speak to have different words for this. But mm-hmm. there's an aspect of you where it's like I'm I'm not I'm I'm pushing back. Yeah, I'm like visually I'm like no, we're not allowing this. And not only it's a no, now I'm going to try to prove something mm-hmm. to you. And with that proving of something comes like all these thoughts all these like reasons to amplify your anger or your annoyance and x y and z so when we got when we are at that stage of lack of acceptance which interesting enough there's a lot of things that we don't accept in life there's a lot of like Mm -hmm. conversations that like i have with my parents and and they're of course a different generation and a generation of um they're, they're a very different generation and they, different cultures. And I'm, I was born in America and I understand like we're different, but there's a lot of things that I'm like, I don't accept. I don't accept your thinking. I don't mm-hmm. accept how you grew up and how you were taught. And so because I don't accept, I'm going to prove to you why you're wrong and yes. prove to you why all of these, which then creates more chaos and conflict, right? Radical acceptance is noticing that mm-hmm. bringing because that that I want to prove to you is a physical internal you have it in your chest yes there's a physical sensation you feel and then physically your body adjusts like your back goes straight your head feels hot or mm-hmm. more often than not these are the sensations some people have different sensations you Go into all these justifying. So now your perception and your visual is like outside seeking flaws and blame Mm -hmm. and unfair and fair. So radical acceptance is literally saying, look at that physical sensation, Mm -hmm. release it and open yourself and let it go. So starting with the physical sensation, look at those, that perception and those thoughts release it and let it go like kind of let go of that rope Mm -hmm. that you're experiencing and physically instead of like having your body go forward and go into like 
attack in a sense mode, mm-hmm. step away and let it go. Like watch it from afar and watch it get released out of you. So radical acceptance is a sense like it's spiritual because it comes from a Buddhist perspective. Yes. And we have this in, in DBT, dialectical behavior therapy. And the way I see it in my day-to-day life, the way I try my best to practice radical acceptance is looking at it as like a spiritual energy mm-hmm. of kind of saying, okay, scientifically in my body, I'm feeling my lack of acceptance in my chest and in my like head because I'm mm-hmm. feeling the heat. Breathe. Okay, really let it go. But this is unfair. This sucks. I can't like, no, they need to understand. No, they need to, no, no. The the mm-hmm. word I start noticing is no. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, push that in front of you. Really let go of the nose. I don't want to. Then you start feeling the tension in your back mm-hmm. because it's like, I don't want to. I don't mm-hmm. want to. So then you have to be like, okay, release the tension in your back. And then you're kind of like, but this is defeat. I'm defeating. Like I'm, I'm giving in and it's like, okay, notice those thoughts again. Cause you're going through these waves of yeah. non-acceptance. And every time you're like catching yourself and letting go, it's a new wave. Mm-hmm. And then you let go of that. And, and then at some point, and every single time my radical acceptance fully kicks in is when my palms are up because I have to be willing to let mm-hmm. go. Um, and you have to understand it's a bit of spiritual belief. So like palms up is a spiritual gesture yeah. in a sense, but it's a gesture that your hands are communicating to your brain. Scientifically, the way I see it is your hands are communicating to your brain. Like I'm letting go. Like a fist is communicating something else to your brain. Our body communicates to our brain. So my hand is communicating and letting go. And then I'm like, in my mind, my thought is, let it go. Everything is as it should be. Everything is as it is. It's just, it's okay. Let it go. And it's like, no, let it go. No, let it go. Breathe. It's okay. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. But it's going to turn out this way. You don't know how it's going to turn out. Let it go. It means this. It doesn't mean shit. Let it go. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know it means this. No, he has to do better. No, they have to know this. Let it go. Let it go. And the more you practice it, at some point with radical acceptance, you feel this immense relief. And like the relief is such a interesting experience because it goes literally from the back of your spine Mm -hmm. all the way down. And then from your heart and your mind, it comes out and your whole perception. Like if I'm staring at a green wall and I'm practicing and I'm not acceptance, that green wall seems dark to me Mm -hmm. because my perception of it, the color, it just fades darker, Mm -hmm. right? Once I let it go and I'm like, that relief goes down my spine and it comes out, I'm still staring at that same green wall. That green wall seems lighter to me. The perception of it changes in my eyes. That's how much radical acceptance shifts your brain to see and think differently and calmly. And that's how powerful it is. Yeah. All of a sudden you're 
brain is responding differently to the same stimulus. Mm -hmm. And so if I were to have applied that and really think about it before I had walked into that meeting, before I had maybe even gotten that coffee, if I thought about it and said, this is what's happening. The time has changed. And even if I was going, no, I don't want it to, it still has. Right. And so that's the kind of back and forth in your mind And so finally landing on it, I don't like this and it's still happening. Mm -hmm. And once we're able to let it go, exactly as you're talking about that relief that shows up. And I think it can be hard sometimes because I think that people have the thought, and I know I have before, that if I stop fighting, then it means I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the piece, that's one of the, the way I explain that, and, and it comes up in my sessions when I do radical, first of all, radical acceptance is one of the most difficult skills anyone can practice. Yeah. And the expectation of it going from like one second of lack of no acceptance to radical acceptance is impossible. You have mm-hmm. to go from no, no acceptance to acceptance of reality is, mm-hmm. acknowledgement of everything you're going through, then to get to radical acceptance. Every single time, though, the response is, and I and and to discuss something that a lot of people have a lot of discomfort around, like if someone's talking to me about sexual assault mm-hmm. and has this non-acceptance of it happening to them mm-hmm. and why it happened and how unfair it was and all of that valid, yeah, all of that is very true. And the acceptance is it happened though, mm-hmm. and the radical acceptance is let go. Mm-hmm. accept it it's part of your past and we're letting go we're, mm-hmm. we're we're turning we're moving on and it's like but something has to like someone has to change this mm-hmm. that's that you're telling me that i'm accepting that what they did is okay no and the way i explain it is we have five solutions in solving problems and i love these five solutions because the first one is can you you can change it Mm-hmm. And so I always ask them, like, can you change it? Can you change that this happened to you? Can you change the past? No. Okay. Can you accept your emotion around it? Mm-hmm. Well, I can accept the emotion, but it's fucked up. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, accepting the emotion is accepting the reality of it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So you can't necessarily change that. Can you change the emotion around it? No, it, it, it's fucked up. You don't want to change the emotion around it either. So then can you accept it as it is? Mm-hmm. Accept the situation as it is. Not change the emotion, not accept the emotion, change, like accept the situation as it is. Well, that's a piece that's I don't want to. Okay, so then now you're stuck with being miserable mm-hmm. or making things worse. The misery you're experiencing, and to me they go hand in hand, they're, they're miserable. They're sitting in the misery. Mm-hmm. And making it worse is they're constantly like, this is unfair, this is unfair, that it's affecting their mental health, mm-hmm. it's affecting their physical health, it's affecting their social, their occupational. There's a reason they ended up in my office. There's a reason they're struggling within themselves because this lack of acceptance is leading to making things worse internally. Sometimes it doesn't even have to be externally. It's internally making things worse you're just making yourself miserable and miserable and miserable and miserable which is still making things worse so accepting that it happened radically accepting that it is what it is radically accepting you cannot change this Mm -hmm. 
that is a piece that so many people have a hard time with radical acceptance. Like even when I talk to my parents on less difficult, emotionally difficult mm -hmm. topics, it's like, I can't radically accept that I can't change the way they grew up and the way that generation thinks. Mm -hmm. And they can't radically accept that my generation grew up and thinks differently. Both of us are like, we can't accept the way you think. Yeah. We're not accepting this. Because we're not accepting this, we're not choosing to allow ourselves to go into that place of everything is as it is. Mm -hmm. And things coexist. They like for my client with the sexual assault, that can be a part of your history. And you can accept it. And the future can bring change. Just right now, you're not gonna see it the way you want to see it. Of course. This is and it's interesting because when you're thinking about non-acceptance, when you were talking about your parents and the differences, if we don't accept that somebody is the way that they are, then we're going to keep trying to change them. Mm -hmm. And there are probably some times when there's something, a new piece of information will change somebody's thinking. Yeah. But it's not going to change their whole mind. Mm -hmm. It's not going to change everything. And so it's when we stop fighting, we just acknowledge that maybe there are these differences between us. Mm -hmm. And so we might not see it the same way. It's still hard because I think that there's a certain amount of grief that comes up with it. And that's true, I think, in all of this, especially thinking about sexual assault, thinking about generational differences, that we have to grieve what we lost. Talk about that a little more. Yeah. Well, it's so hard because once I've accepted something, something usually with acceptance, it's something bad, right? No one is ever like, I have to accept this amazing thing that happened to me and all of the great things that are happening because of it. It's just not like that. No one's, you know, coming in and talking about, it. I just feel too good about myself, Lily. <laughs> I have to accept this. <laughs> I have to accept. I'm, you know, I'm so fabulous. I have to accept that I have all this money in the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard. So when I think about the grief, it's something happened and something's changed and I have to accept what I've lost because of that. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's the reality that I thought I was going to be living in. Mm. And so even in, even in a small thing, when you're, maybe you're planning an outdoor barbecue. I don't know why. Listen, let's go with this. Yeah, we're having we a barbecue. Make up, we make up ideas and stories in here all the time. <laughs> all the time. Outdoor barbecue. That's yes. the scene, guys. So I have a barbecue planned for Saturday, but now it's raining. Mm. And that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Because... I was really planning on us all being outside. There's no shelter anywhere near us. And when we think about that, it's a small thing, right? It's not in the large scheme of things. This is not, this is not something that is going to change the trajectory of your life, yeah. but it is going to change the trajectory of your day. And so maybe if I was in non-acceptance, I would be sitting there on the weather channel just like waiting for it to change and continuously scrolling. Maybe I've done this before. That's how I know. Maybe I'm just denying in my head. I'm like, maybe it'll rain for 10 minutes and then it'll go away. And I'm starting to negotiate, right? We're bargaining with no one. Yeah. With this, ourselves. Ourselves. With, mm -hmm. you know, the like climate. So <laughs> we're in this space. But if I shifted to acceptance, I'm like, it may not happen outside. 
I have to deal with the sadness of this change happening. Mm. So sometimes non-acceptance helps us avoid that. Yeah. You know what's funny for me in... What I've noticed the pattern to be is a lot of times in non-acceptance is like it can be big things and small things. Um, it's the thought that I don't want it. Yeah. I want something else. Mm-hmm. And it's this want that we have. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I use, I think to this, I think of myself every single time. Because I'm like, when I'm in non-acceptance, I'm like, I don't want it. And then I have to, like, I have a lot of conversations with myself. I'm also very funny in my own mind. And I'm always like, really, really, little child, you don't want it. You don't want to accept that life isn't going to give you everything you want. You don't want to accept that some things are just going to not go the way you want them to go. You don't want to accept that. And I'm like, no, I don't want to. I don't want it. I don't. And it's such a, it's such a, like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, and I don't want to call it childish because poor children, it's not like they're. But it's almost like this automatic and very visceral, like, I want, just no, you know, it's, I don't know how to <laughs> I describe don't want it. it. Yeah, no, thank you. Like, I want my love. It's, it's as if, this is the best way to describe it. It's as if I think I have more control. Yep of how everything is going to go in my life or I like I because it's not going my way I'm like I can find a way to control and make this go my way mm-hmm. which means I'm going to not accept it and control it by going to Starbucks getting myself coffee showing up late and being like I have control over what time I show up and it's like well you don't have control over losing your job and it's like <laughs> Oops, I don't. I have control over that. Yeah, looks like I should accept that other thing if I want to accept employment. Like, I, I do have control, but, like, not in the way that it's going to go my way. I, I'll lose my job. And that's the thing. I think non-acceptance is not getting what we want, things not going the way we want, and us thinking that we have control over changing that. Yes, And I think that sometimes this is on a small level, like something that we have to accept for today. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's forever, right? So it's a little bit easier with, you know, this outdoor barbecue that I'm having, right? That's a one-time problem situation. But when it's a family member, maybe another reality, it's a lot harder. Yeah. some things are more of a chronic problem. Yeah. So let's let's talk about, because we're getting closer to the end of this podcast for acceptance. And feel free to let us know if you actually enjoyed this topic and you guys want a part two, because acceptance is, it, it, it'll definitely be more than one part to dive deep into it. And let's talk about how... We talked about what acceptance feels like, what radical acceptance looks like, what accepting into the moment is. Now, here's my question to you. If I accept one thing, like if I accept that my parents and I don't have the same belief on how society works and how life works, and I get to that radical acceptance and everything gets great, does it mean that I'm always like going to be in that state of radical acceptance? 
Absolutely not. So we're fucked. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just gotta constantly do radical acceptance. Yes, all the time. Por qué? Because, because sometimes I think I've like nailed acceptance. We're all good. I don't know how it works, but then another thing happens. And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't want that to happen too. And I have to redo this practice and it gets easier. I mean, of course, when we've worked through something over time, we're not going to be as agitated by it, right? We're not going to be as emotionally aroused, but at times maybe there's a different part of it. Like I could accept this thing. Like I could accept, I have to take the trash out. Mm -hmm. This is where we started. But when the trash bag breaks on the way to the garbage can, <laughs> non-acceptance, full non-acceptance. I guess we're just going to live with that trash here forever. Just going to stay there. Yeah, so it's normal. And that's the thing. It is normal to come in and out of lack of acceptance because there's like, and, and that's a great example. And even like if I'm sitting, well, my poor parents, I'm sorry. I love you guys. People don't judge my parents. I'm going to use them as examples because we all have to deal with the same stuff. But like if I'm sitting there and we're having a conversation about something and then they have their opinion about something else and I'm like, oh my God, I have to, I can't accept this mentality. And then I have to come back to radical acceptance because we do get mm -hmm. triggered by different things. Yes. And it's okay to get triggered that things aren't going the way you want and keep coming back to practicing radical acceptance. Absolutely. And we'll keep coming back. Because I'm sure this is not the only time this topic will come up. No, definitely not. Acceptance comes up so often. And also, next time we'll even maybe talk about acceptance and when change is appropriate. Because sometimes acceptance mm -hmm. isn't always the only way to go. Change. I think we've got our next topic. I think so, too. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed another episode of Off the Clock with Lily and Lauren. And please leave us comments, ask us whatever questions, leave us feedback. If something's not going the way you like it, we might actually change it. Or you might just radically accept that it is what it is. And we're going to leave it the way we want. We may or may not listen. <laughs> Happy Thursday. See you next week.